2: Hello again, it is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Everham and Steve Post here in our Concord North Carolina studios, yes, that same Concord North Carolina where all dirt roads have led to and are leading to. Uh, We are so glad you joined us, talking sprint car racing, loving it, that is for sure. Hello Aaron, how are you? I'm good. You are dealing. You have got <laughs> you. You. We. We kind of be like. There's nothing in the world like racing. Where you're finding out that the 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 the, the horse life, the family. I mean, it's just crazy. It, right it,
1: it is crazy. And you know, I, I talk on the show all the time about don't talk to your kids into pony riding. But then we strapped Kate into a little side by side this weekend, helmet, seatbelt, yeah, the whole got deal. her all and, geared up in and And she broke her arm. So you know, ah, we're we're. Oh, we're God. <laughs> <laughs> but oh thankfully, gosh. it's not too bad of a break. It's just going to be a brace for about a month.
2: Yeah. Oh, my god. It's kind of neat,
1: though. I learned a lot about bones. Like, kid, It's called a buckle fracture where right. they're almost accordions.
2: Yeah. And oh, wow. adults
1: can't do that. Our bones would have just no, snapped. No, our bones would have snapped. It was yeah. really fascinating. Kids she's like, kids, this will strong. heal quick. It'll just kind of regenerate. I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad she's Anywho, it's gonna relatively
2: be speaking all right Yeah. as far as that goes. So, yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Crazy stuff. That's How about you? Show. Um
1: just a little just, little things going on in Martinsville. Yeah,
2: I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> yeah, things are spectacular. Um I am telling you I have enjoyed. I'm I'm going to I'm going to go big picture with this. The Journey of Christopher Bell. Yeah. has been phenomenal. I mean, I remember when people said you think this Larson kid is good. There's a kid named Bell in Oklahoma mm-hmm. that's going to be as good. And sure enough, Christopher Bell is proving himself uh in in the NASCAR world, uh just to, to certainly be on point there. Um when he went to Charlotte and won that clutch win, I'm just like, wow, yeah. we won't you don't see that happen. Well then he goes to Martinsville and does it <laughs> well we see we yeah you know uh Christopher Bell um I, I just and I and I like I like his crew chief Adam Stevens. I know this is sprint car talk. His crew chief is a rock star. Yeah and a rock he's a two time champion with Kyle Busch. And I just, I just that combination is so good. And I'm so happy for Christopher. I've had so many neat moments with Christopher. I was in Daytona in Victory Lane when he got his first win on the road course yep. down there. That was in the COVID era, where it was just a couple of TV people you know, out on the front stretch boom, Mike. and a long boom. And then I'm sta- then 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 I get my turn and literally it's Christopher and I standing on the front stretch in Daytona all by ourselves talking about his career That's first win. Weird. It is weird. Yeah. But it was really neat. Um, what was neat about this is that i I had to run over to turn one because that's where he stopped doing his burnouts. run over to turn one and Martin's real small so he could do that. We' over to turn one and I'm asking him to describe you know the second walk off home uh, home run yeah. and everything like that and he looks up at the big screen and they're replaying Ross Chastain's move and Christopher was just so full of his oh my God, I can't And he's doing like play by play on it on mrN and I just so so Christopher, I have enjoyed. The journey with Chris. I'll never forget when he sat right in that chair. Tyler Burnett and I were doing a Chili Bowl preview show. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting in that chair and we're doing the show. And I said, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been to the Chili Bowl. And he was dumbfounded. (laughs) You've never been to the Chili Bowl.
1: That's his race.
2: Exactly. That's his race. I mean,
1: his car used to be, I don't know if it's still in their dining room. room, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
2: then and then literally that whole week, every day, I'm almost like I felt like he was like, You have to check in with me. To see, you know what that's you neat. did and what you did. So Christopher has such a well, neat and let's enthusiasm. not talk.
1: I mean, forget his wife. Right. Exactly. No, yeah. She's connection. coming off. She's a racer. Exactly. She's a
2: racer. Um. And I just, I love his enthusiasm, his passion. He just has it, and I love the success he's having. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the race winning story. That's the big war story. That's the clutch story. And then there's Ross Chastain. I don't even. I can't even imagine.
1: I think I mean, I know that there are different opinions of it, but watching it, I thought it was really freaking cool. My
2: opinion is like, it's spectacular.
1: That's not gonna work every time. It's You're not gonna, gonna bust it may up your never car. work again. Exactly. And he went for it and oh my God. I literally I mean everyone said it, but I felt like I was in a video like a video game. That's what you did. Just stick it against the wall and put your foot to the floor.
2: Unreal. I mean you watch this That takes this...
1: some serious Oh, you got you
2: you got to carry those things around in a wheelbarrow. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just like he what he did was so unreal. Cool. I mean, a, a just to think about it. And then B to yeah. execute it. And to keep it off, to keep it into the fence but off from the fence, but into the fence but off of the fence. Yeah, They said he kind of took his hands off the wheel and just let it go. Um but somewhere in somewhere there there, there had sure to be he, some yeah. driving. There had to be some wheeling in that thing. Um
1: well, How there... bad
2: do you want it?
1: Yeah. And How then in the worry want. of people doing it again, you know, part of me wants to see like can can they? Because I feel because like it's going to be a think, little disastrous. I
2: think that I think that I think that ninety eight times out of a hundred it fails.
1: Yeah. I mean, My there's opinion. certain tracks certainly that it wouldn't work. I mean, like a, most, yeah,
2: most tracks it wouldn't work.
1: And then some of them, even if you think it would work, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to cut a tire or you're going to catch some part of the fence. And you know, because it, the it's distance
2: just, you're traveling, yeah. it just it was a one <laughs> was in so a cool. moment time that was spectacular.
1: I really wanted. I know we talked about like he, you know, his NASCAR 2005 or whatever game he played, but I wonder if he had like if this was a more of a thought. Or if he really had, just thought on, you know, a few weeks ago, I had their pets.
2: I had their pets, and I'm sure we'll hear because he's yeah. going to do media on Thursday all day long. In the aftermath, it's just like you know. But I'm sure those questions, like, when did you decide to pull the trigger? And had that you mode?
1: like really thought about it? Had, had you ever tried yeah. to practice it? Like yeah. how? I'm
2: sure that that will all come out Thursday. We're yeah. doing media day there because he's going to be the darling of the entire. Is a darling of the sports world, not alone now. Well, oh, when
1: you have yeah, true. Center, but then you one. have all those F one drivers tweeting about IndyCar, yeah. like every form of motorsports. Yeah, was, Brad Sweet tweeting yeah. about. I
2: mean, it's just it's just one of those moments where you just see something where you're just like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah. And, I, so and I'm going to tell you happened. something. I'm going to tell you something. I have had a year here, okay. Sheldon's move mm. on the last lap at Houston's Houston was one of those moments. Yep. Where it's like you're just not going to see this. Okay, I went to North Wilkesboro and watched Dale Earnhardt Jr. in mm-hmm. a late model stock run from ninth to third in the final 50 laps. Now it was a great run, but part of this, and it was the same thing at Cussets, is the energy of the crowd. Yep, I am telling you, North Wilkesboro, th- that place was coming unglued. Cussets, that place was coming unglued after what Sheldon yeah. did up there. Darlington, that place was coming unglued. Yep. I mean, and, and part of it was the energy. And, and I actually went to a little little track up in Raleigh, Wake County, and I saw this guy, Clay Jones, win a championship. And it was just like, and I have had this year, I have had four times where I have gone to a racetrack. And and, and and in the sprint car world, Sheldon at Houston's. I've gone four times to a racetrack where it's like, never thought I would see what I saw. Yeah. You know, Wilkesboro was, never thought I'd see racing at Wilkesboro. Wake County was this guy, Clay Jones. I- I've never seen a guy run a smarter race in my life. And the fans were just, he's a, he's a long time guy. The fans were just, and that's part of the whole thing with Wake County. The fans were into it. And, and then you throw in, you go to Knoxville and Don, watch Donnie Schatz win the Nationals. Yeah. It's like this year has been spectacular. And here we go. World finals for the sprint cars. Mm-hmm. We've got a great point battle coming yep. into world finals. And championship weekend for NASCAR. Lord knows what we're going to see. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just honest, lesser no. I, I, I've said for the last five years, Ty Majeski. the fact that nobody has Ty Majeski in the top three tiers of NASCAR is a loss for somebody. Yeah. ThorSport put him in a truck, he's won two of the last three races, and he's running for a championship. I just think this year has been layer after layer after layer yep. of good. Yes, there has been crap. Yes, there's drama in the sprint car world, there's drama in the NASCAR <laughs> world. I get that. But when you look at some of the stuff we've seen on track this yeah. year, it has been mind-boggling.
1: And it has been entertaining. Yes, it has been yes.
2: entertaining, no doubt about it. But Ross Chastain, oh my god. <laughs> so cool.
1: I'm
2: like, I'm I I couldn't see it. I I heard the radio and I heard him say you're tube down. I need two spots. Yeah, yep. That's all he said. I so I heard that on the radio. And I'm like, dude, you're a half a, you're, you're you're half straight away behind him. And all of a sudden, and, and Alex Hayden, are, uh, Jeff Striegel, Alex Hayden, and Dave Moody, the last five laps of that race are some of the best play-by-play. And I know I'm a homer. It wasn't me. It was my coworkers here. Yeah. Alex, Jeff, I went back and listened to it. There's someone that put a video over it. it Moody's calls, Jeff Striegel calling Christopher Bell to the line as you should. The guy won the yeah. race, and yeah. it was a walk-off home run. And immediately when he gets done, Alex, full bore, ch- um, uh, Ross Chastain has just done a game move, and here he is, and he beats Denny Hamlin to the line. It was just, and I'm standing there, and and I'm like, I'm walking down pit road, getting ready to go to talk to Christopher, and I'm like, what the hell? What just happened? And you just, you literally hear, you can sense the place in total disbelief. Yeah, I've I've never been where there's 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 fifty thousand people in the stands, and there's another thousand crew members in the infield. Yeah. And every one of them is in disbelief.
1: Yeah, I loved it. So I actually missed it in live timing. I ran upstairs to help Kate with something, somehow missed it. And I came downstairs and Ray was like, off the couch. He's like, you are not going to believe what, I mean, <laughs> Ray's been right right around now. racing for That's a right long time. Like, yeah. You have got to watch this. You will not believe what he just did. It was. And I was like, then I caught all the replays and the interviews and it was and I, spectacular. And,
2: I, and high tide raises all boats. Yeah. When NASCAR has a moment like this, Everybody in, yep. Everybody in motorsports wins. Everybody in motorsports wins. And look, we're coming into a world of outlaw finals mm-hmm. with a spectacular point battle. Yep. A spectacular point battle. The whole world is talking motorsports. I've listened to Sports Talk Radio this week. The number one sports center top ten on a football Sunday afternoon was Ross Chastain. The, the the final yeah. temp ten count. When out. was
1: the last time when that when was happened? the
2: last time that's it? You know. So we're going into championship weekend here in Charlotte. We're going into championship weekend in Phoenix, and it is good. It is really good. Yes. What a great, great year. That's for sure. Let's get into our hefter racing topic, uh, hefter racing product, hot topics. We've got Gio Selzy and Blake Hahn coming up. So I look forward to talking to both of those guys. Bridgeport Speedway. I love what they did at Bridgeport, and I can't wait to talk to Gio. We're gonna talk to him a little bit. It was Sprinttoberfest. Okay, They had 410 Sprint Cars, URC Sprint Cars, USAC Sprint Cars, and then a News Sprint Car, which I'm not even sure what that is. USAC East Coast, it was Briggs Danner. You want to talk about future rock star, mm-hmm. Briggs Danner, write that name down. That kid is going to be winning World of Outlaw Races. That, Briggs Danner, and he's in a USAC East Coast. URC it was Devin Borden, the Daredevil, picking up the win. 410s, Friday night they had a non-winners race. Drivers that haven't won, I believe this year, Davey Franek picked up the win. Saturday, Corey and Sunday, $15,000 to win Gio Selzy. So we're going to talk to Gio. NARC Fujitsu Sprint Car, Fujitsu uh, General Sprint Car Series, King of the West, Kern County. I watched the video of this one. Shane Golubik. I mean, he he's, was just like, he was just like I you all right, y'all, is there anyone else here?
3: I mean, He's on he a had, roll right He now.
2: is on a roll. And that car, the way it went around, I watched. They had a three-minute highlight video. I watched that thing. He was flawless. Mm-hmm. Flawless. Everyone else is doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He is flawless. Picked up his win. In Kern County, five starts. He has three wins. The other two are podium finishes. Let it flag the flag. Last weekend, of course, we had him on the show. He won the trophy cup. Yep. He is rolling. And when you get someone rolling like that, it's fun to watch. Yeah. He is so good at what he does. Golubik, Corey Day, Justin Sanders with the podium. Atomic Feature, Atomic Speedway, they had a feature. Uh, Cole Duncan had mechanical problems, Uh, so Zane (laughs) DeVault. Gave someone else a chance. Exactly. And Lucas Oil, ASCS National Tour, Fuzzies Fall, Fling, Race Winner. They got rained out Friday night. Race Winner was Jason Martin, his first win of the season. He is Rookie of the Year, finished fourth in points. Champion Blake Hahn. We're going to talk to Blake here in just a few moments, but. Man, I'm telling you what. I'm I am I am so pumped up. Uh so pumped up. Uh, here uh, tonight I'm going out to Millbridge tomorrow night and then I then I'm flying to Phoenix. It's like there's too much. Yeah. There's too much. That's that's a good problem to have. <laughs> uh so I'll be out in Phoenix watching Dirt Vision to see what happens here at um Charlotte. So it's going to be awesome. Just going to be. awesome. After racing products knows sprint car racing, therefore they know what works best for your team. They do trailer and shop accessories, and no other accessory can match the quality, performance, and design of HRP accessories.
1: Always adding things, or as top trailers builders use HRP trailer accessories to outfit their stock and custom-built units. And they're always adding, like new cordless tool charging stations. They're sleek in design, hold two cordless drills, impacts, or flashlight and battery chargers. And it keeps clutter from your workbench. No doubt
2: about it. And now is the time. You're tearing your trucks apart. You're tearing your transporters mm-hmm. apart. And you're moving back into the race shop. Your mules. You want to be organs? You're getting your mules, but you need a new mule. You might want one to t- tune that up, gas up another mule. HRPRacing.com. That's www.hrpracing.com. When we return, we're going to go to the Sage Fruit Hotline and Geo Selzy he joins us.
0: Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
2: Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking.
3: Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing-only magazine in the world, featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com.
2: It is Wing Nation, presented by Hefner Hefner Racing Products. Those are those were those well, hot I topics. Mean, no not doubt. Presented
1: by, but I'm yeah. I'm still all.
2: I'm still all. I just was. I'm looking at my office. I need to take some pictures and have Jeff up there. Jeff Wessel clear the clutter from my office.
1: Oh, interesting. So to see if You're we gonna, can get you some. You can put like some, some shock, bars, yeah.
2: shock towers and stuff like <laughs> and, that on the a thing rear end. Yeah. Put so I can put, so put my rear end on the wall. So I mean, it's, it's,
1: all right. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. No, our friends. Uh, <laughs> This is Wing Nation Woo. presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. There we go. Better, um, much better yes, much better, that's for sure than my rear end on the wall. So uh <laughs> we are so glad. We are working to dial up Geo Selzy. So uh Geo is it's probably a travel day, is what I'm thinking. Because yep, they were up at Bridgeport on Sunday and headed to, uh, to well, Charlotte. I see. I saw, speaking of travel, I saw that there is a blue number 69K mm-hmm. that about an hour ago was at the intersection of 77 and 81 itself. It ah. Yeah, I saw John Sharman was driving that, so or was nice. on that one. So, And uh, yes, here he is, joining us on the Sagefruit Hotline, winner of Sprintoberfest at Bridgeport, Geo Selzy. Hello, Gio, how are you? good how are you guys we are fantastic where Where are you at are you in are you in north carolina yet are you still headed this way where are you at
4: yep i'm actually parking my t-shirt van in the midway right now
2: there we go absolutely we'll get that t-shirt van ready to sell some stuff that's for sure because it's world finals but before we get to world finals tell us about your run at uh at bridgeport on sunday uh looks like uh, i know you cashed a big check that's for sure
4: yeah it was awesome that, that's honestly one of my favorite racetracks i feel like the racing you know, create such awesome racing with, with a high bank and it seems to, to be abrasive on tires. So towards the end of the race you you got bald tires and it, it seems to just uh, create fly jobs and, and a lot of excitement.
1: Yes. Yeah, eighth win of the season. Uh, seems like, you know, PA has been pretty good to you this year. Talk, talk about the season in general. I know probably not necessarily all the results you want, but you're sure are, are on a good roll here towards the end.
4: Yeah, for sure. It, it seems like we've spent so much time out here. Um, sometimes you're spinning your wheels, running the same racetracks over and over, but I think we've, we built a program that's pretty good, and, and it was encouraging to to get out of PA for that weekend and, and go be competitive at I eighty and Lakeside as well. So um, it, it showed that our, our car speed translated back to Midwest racetracks. So um, it, it is fun. I might have to change my address to, to Hanover, Pennsylvania. So um, I'm, I'm definitely ready to ready to be home and, and ready to uh, you know run final roll finals, like I said, and, and go back to Iowa.
2: Yeah, I'm sure a lot going on. And that was a second place run at Lakeside, which was yeah. really really stout. So good stuff that is for sure. I, I want to talk about Bridgeport, and you talked about liking mm-hmm. the racetrack. Gio, I've been going to Bridgeport for a long, long time. I remember when it was a big old fast 5.8 mile racetrack. What Doug Rose has created there in the last two years with this high bank bullring is absolutely amazing. The modifieds go around there really, really well. The non-wing sprint yeah. cars, the USAC sprint cars go around there, and wing sprint cars. Th- that is amazing to think that, that three years ago that track didn't even exist.
4: Yeah, you know, I never got to see it when it was big, but um, like you said, Doug is an awesome guy. He listens to the racers, which I think is huge, um, whether we want format changes or or whatever, and and he's a really likable guy, and and for someone like that to put up that much money and and take that big of a risk, essentially, uh, on a race that he's never done before and and have wing 410s there and 360s and non-wing cars is really cool, and I hope he made money, and I hope um, it's a successful race that keeps growing.
1: It certainly seemed to be a successful weekend for for everyone and even the crowds there. Gio, you've, you've won races all over the country. What is it like to have some success in Pennsylvania? You know, it's such a hotbed of sprint cars and there's always, everyone talks about the PA Posse. What has it been like to win races there? How have the fans received you?
4: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, I think it's one of the only places in the country where you can, you know, go to a restaurant and get recognized and, and you know, people at gas stations see, yeah, They they truly love sprint car racing, so um you know it's great it's obviously like you said the hotbed of of sprint car racing in the united states and and they love it i think college football and and sprint car racing is what they love so um it's cool any any region you know you're going to have your sprint car fans but pennsylvania is truly something special
2: yeah yeah it really truly is that is for sure so you are parking the t-shirt rig getting ready for world finals um just kind of your thoughts as you get ready to uh to, to get three nights of sprint car racing here in charlotte
4: Yeah, I like this place. It's a lot of fun. I I won here back in 2019 at the May race they used to have. So, um, you know, it's obviously a a big half mile and something that seems to suit me a little bit better. So um, a bit different format than we're used to. So I'm looking forward to to racing some good cars.
1: What are your thoughts on the format? I mean, as a as a fan going to watch, I kind of like it because I can pick my nights when the sprint cars are running. But what are your thoughts on it? Having a little bit less cars on the track and, and not having that one night of qualifying for both both nights?
4: Yeah, I think something that was always difficult here is you spend so much time between events. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you you come off the racetrack and you want to make adjustments to that racetrack, but you're not going to race for three or four more hours. So you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, I think it'll definitely make it a little bit easier on the drivers and the crew sheets. Um, And I hope it, you know, like I said, it'll it'll give us a day off on that Thursday. So we race Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. So um, it's always cool when when you can race two nights and that lines you up for a saturday feature with the heat races and and the a mains on on saturday so it'll be cool any anytime you can do something different it's always
2: fun are you one of those guys that uh that that follows along with uh late models or big block modifieds and kind of sees this as a pretty neat chance to see some other forms of racing
4: oh for sure i I love late model racing i think they're so exciting and It amazes me how how aggressive they are and how close they race. It seems like they have zero visibility out of those things, and they're they're door-to-door all the time. So it's almost like they have a sixth sense knowing where other cars are. So I love watching, watching their racing, and it seems to be just as exciting as ours.
1: Gio, what are your thoughts? I, I know we're talking about all the other forms of, of cars on the track, but it's different than um, most weekly races for you guys because there are that many more cars on the track each night. I know it's different this year, but there's still a lot of cars on the track each night. How does that, talking about the time, hopefully it's a little bit less, but how does that, how does that change your night as a driver? Obviously, you're paying attention to how the track changes throughout, but is it different having that many more cars on the track per night?
4: Yeah, as long as the weather holds off, they they do such a great job with this racetrack. They have all the equipment and all the people that know what they're doing. So, um, you know, obviously it gets really slick without much racing on it, but they seem to work it and, and keep the rubber away from it. So, um, yeah, I mean, a facility of, of this stature and, and, like I said, the people involved in it, they're, they're going to give us a great racetrack no matter what.
2: Yeah, no doubt. It is such a big event. It mm-hmm. is such a fun event. That's for sure. So, you mentioned, can't wait to get back to Iowa. Uh, how is the home ownership going? Are you, are you, is, is, is all well there? You have uh you have a punch list of things you need to do over the off season. What's, uh, what's going on with the house there out in Iowa?
4: Well, man, I feel like I haven't even been there. Um, you know, I was, I was in BA for two months and now we're back in the East Coast. So, um, hopefully it's still standing. Um, <laughs> I, it was, I had a bit of a jungle. My, uh, my lawn didn't get mowed for two months, so that was fun. Um, but, yeah, home ownership is definitely, definitely interesting. There's always something to do. I'm, I'm I'm never bored, that's for sure.
1: Absolutely. Do you have any other off-season plans? You go in um, Australia or Chili Bowl? What are your plans for the off-season other than home home maintenance?
4: So the big thing on the list now is, is I turn 21, so I'll be able to have my first ever beer um, uh-huh. wow. November 28th. And <laughs> and then uh, my brother gets married December 2nd. So that's going to be a big week. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun.
2: My gosh, yeah. We had Dominic uh, we had Dominican last week on our television program and so great to see him have the success he's having out there and uh, and and rolling along. So twenty one years old, gonna have that first beer. My gosh, that's And a uh,
1: Selzy wedding.
2: And a Selzy Can you wedding. Imagine a Holy Selzy cow. wedding. Holy cow. <laughs> That's got to be yeah, – um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
4: to use the rest of the offseason to, to try to recover for next year. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I would think so. I would think so, that's for sure. Gio, I don't, I don't want to put you – I'm not asking this question to put you in a spot. I never put drivers in spots and situations. But when we look at the sprint car world and we look at 2023, there is a lot going on. And maybe you guys have decided, maybe you haven't decided, and that's none of our business, but when you look at it with all the series with platinum agreements with this that, and the other thing is it is it it's got to be a fascinating time as you guys sit down and start to look at the future and what kind of options lay out there
4: yeah definitely that that's our biggest um, our biggest conversation piece right now is what what do we do next year so um I think the outlaws offer offer a great great product and um, obviously their, their purses, they pay the best and essentially they pay you a race. So, um, just to show up, um, I don't know. I think the, the true outlaw schedule makes sense if you win. Um, I think that's essentially when, when you win a, if you win a Tusky 50 or a couple of those big paying races, um, you know, it, it truly makes sense. But if you don't, you know, they obviously don't, don't pay very good down. So, um, I think you just need, you know, see what the high limit does and see if there's some local races that pay good money and, and just really sit down and, and see what makes sense for our operation.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you guys are in such a neat spot. Yeah, uh, the 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 world of outlaw tour working very well for Brad Sweet and David Gravel. The independent tour has worked very well for uh, Brett Marks this yeah. year. You know, I mean, and and I think it's trying to trying to sort that out. And I appreciate it again. I I the the, the politics, the nightmare of this thing. I don't I don't want to get close to it, but I am fascinated to see how teams are looking at it as as you as you look forward and go from there. So, uh, Gio, we appreciate the time. We appreciate uh, getting a chance to uh, catch up with you here on Wing Nation. We look forward to catching up with you over in the pit area at the dirt track at Charlotte. But uh, congratulations on the success and see if you can get another win or two this weekend. We'll do. Thank you, guys. There we go. Geo Selzy joining us here on the Sage Fruit Hotline, and it is fascinating. And there's going to be a whole lot of talk mm. over the next couple of weeks between now and PRI. Yep. As to what people are doing, and I'm I'm one of those people that. I love that racers have options, um but one of those options may very well be platinum agreement with the world of outlaws that works really, really well for some people
1: yeah and well so, and, and what he said makes sense if you're not if you're doing a true outlaw schedule, but you're not winning, you're not getting any of that show up money that exactly. that road money i mean that that's a
2: that's a big difference yeah yeah, yeah there's there's um the, you know the the True outlaw schedule has worked very well for Brent Marks.
1: For a few of them. And then you've
2: got, yeah, yeah, Macri's done well. Then you get the guys that are in Pennsylvania. There's no way you're going to pass up all of that to go on the road. It's a a, a challenge. But that's what I kind of like about where we're at with sprint car racing is that there are guys that can do it both ways. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I just have a belief that there's a lot of hand-wringing and everything, but I think when we roll into Volusia next year, there is going to be a very strong World of Outlaw contingent, yeah. That will run the whole tour. Their platinum agreement program, you can you can agree or disagree with what they do with it. And and maybe it'll maybe they'll have some tweaks to it. Maybe they'll have some adaptation to it. Yeah. I'll I'll never forget this. When Jason sides went and ran another race, they ended up in court, A lawsuit with Jason yeah. and the World Racing Group. They settled. I don't know who did what. I don't know what happened. I said to Jason, now what are you going to do racing? He said, well, I'm going back with the World of Outlaws because it's the best deal out there. And it was just like, what huh, what? That was, yeah. you know, their deal. It's just, it's one of those things where, and it's, and and teams have got decisions to make. I think Geo really hit on something there. If if you're an independent team that feels like you can go out there and win, yeah. and and look, Brett Brett Marks not only can win, but one of his best tracks is Eldora, <laughs> one of his best tracks is Knoxville. And he's pretty good at Williams Grove. Yeah. And he's pretty good at Port Royal. If you're, I'm, I'm just going to pull a name out. Mark Dobmeyer, who's more of a bullring guy, well, other than the Houston's race, that probably doesn't make much sense yeah. because are you going to are you gonna go to Port Royal or are you going to go here or there? If you're a big half-mile racer like Brent Marks is, that can get out on those big tracks yeah. and let her eat, then maybe you look at it. And that's what's so fascinating about where we're at with sprint car racing. Really is fascinating. And I, I'm one of those that there's a whole lot of hand-wringing. There's a whole lot of mm-hmm. people jibber-jabbing about stuff. I'm one of, Let's see how this plays out. And I'm fairly confident we're going to have great sprint car racing in 2023. And I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. It's going to be fun stuff. That is for sure. And appreciate Gio joining us here. Dominic's wedding. Can you imagine <laughs> that?
1: No. A salesy wedding. I, I'm I, telling
2: you what, I need to make a note to myself here to um, s- uh, buy taco stock and booze stock.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, out in California. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. <laughs> and, and Dominic's going to be on the cusp of another championship, too. And ha-
1: how neat is it that Gio is just turning 21? I mean, he sounds like such a veteran, has so many wins already. And, you know, we joke about him having his first beer, but he's only 21 years old. Yeah. Like that, when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. He, on the he
2: stage sounds like Knoxville. he's
1: 25 or 8 yeah. or, and speaks like it, acts like it, races like it.
2: He was on the stage at, at Knoxville. Bless his heart. That's what we say in the South. love love that kid to death love that kid to death he's on the stage with ashley of course ashley's dealing with the the business move mom raising Mm. david you know all of this stuff (laughs) i'm sitting here with kids in college and beyond and everything like that and 20 year old geo sitting on the stage he bought a home he says oh my gosh time just flies nowadays time just flies and and Ashley, I, and the whole crowd are like, "Son, hang on
1: yeah ain 't seen nothing yet
2: yeah you ain 't seen nothing <laughs> you ain't seen ain 't seen Kate rolling rolling uh, carts down there and breaking her arm or anything like that, and next week something else <laughs> no. will be going on i mean it 's crazy I love Gio I just love that family, and really cool to talk to Gio. and I was so happy to see him win that race and mm-hmm. cash the big check up at Bridgeport. We need to step away because when we come back, the Lucas oil." ASCS National Tour Champion, Blake Hahn. He joins us next.
3: Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com.
2: Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking.
0: Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
2: Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires rolling along. Let's go right back to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us, fresh off from clinching the championship for the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, Blake Hahn joins us. Hello, Blake. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? We are well, Blake. You've been you've been close and close and hanging on, and I, you, it's it's you know it's got to be nice to finally just cinch it up and get it so that it's official it's confirmed the math works out and everything like that it's got to be nice to finally get that championship locked down
5: yeah absolutely the uh last couple of months have been well they've, they've been tight but they've been tough but we've had um we've had some really good runs it seems like the second half of our season's probably been the been the better part of our season so um you know for for championship reasons i guess that's the best best, way, best case scenario. So. Um, we've had a really good season. We were able to pick up a few wins, but um, you know, to be able to uh, have it already have it over with and be able to pick up the championship again, it's uh, definitely good.
1: Blake, when you when you look at the season for the Han family, it's obviously a little bit different with Terry Maddox taking over the ASCS. Talk about how that was different for you as a driver to not have that family association, or maybe it wasn't different at all. Maybe it was just racing as is.
5: Yeah, um it was for sure. It was actually a little change of pace, but it was a nice change of pace. Um mm-hmm. You know, um, I've been racing on um, the national tour for oh, seven years now, and all those years I've been able to have my cousin as a national director. So um, with this year, with him not being on the road, it was a little bit different, but um, it was pretty cool, you know, to be able to see uh, Perry take over and make some good changes and, uh, you know, have a couple different people uh, in, ahead of the, the circus, you know, uh, and it makes it a little different not being able to travel up and down the road with your family, but Honestly, it was, uh, it was fun. Um, we were able to go to a couple more tracks and uh, changed our format up this year with some qualifying, so tried some new things. And uh, really, I needed to perform better on qualifying, so it gave me an opportunity to uh, try to get better on that.
2: So how are you now? You, you and I talked about this at Lakeside earlier this year. You talked about the fact that you like qualifying and that you need practice with it. Are, are you a, You're a better qualifier, I'm assuming. Are you a good qualifier now? How is that going?
5: Yeah, I like it. I think it's definitely a good thing for the series, and uh, you know, for me personally, it seems like uh, when I have a bad toe draw, I don't, I don't find myself in a hole from the beginning of the night. So, um, I've definitely gotten better. It seems like every time I get the opportunity to qualify, we get better and better. And um, you know, it's one of those deals. You go out there by yourself, and you just got to hammer it hard. And uh, for me personally, beforehand, um, I just it was hard for me to get out there and do that. So. Um, with us being able to do that this year, I've been able to get some good practice and I feel like we picked up a lot of speed in qualifying. And, uh, you know, with uh, running the Fortune next year, I think it's been helpful a to ton.
1: Blake, you took a trip out to the Trophy Cup recently. Talk about that experience. You've gotten to race all over the country, but the California fans are a little bit different. That's an event that both uh, Steve and I have on our bucket list to go to. Talk about going to the Trophy Cup.
5: Yeah, that's an awesome race. Um, you know, Dave and everybody over there does a really good job. And uh, You know, you said it there. It's, uh, it's a really it's a, it's an event more than a race. And um, Those race fans are awesome. Uh, you know, being able to be in California for three days and uh, have some really good racing with some really good fans mixed in is awesome. So, um, you know, they do a good job providing some food for the fans after the races. So it gives us a good opportunity to go hang out with everybody and uh, see all the fans and all the other drivers that we don't get to see throughout the rest of the year. So um, it's really fun. Uh, we didn't really have the best luck that we needed and um, didn't really find ourselves uh, in the best situation on Saturday, but um, we had fun. It was good seeing all of our friends and family, and uh, we look forward to really going back out there and giving it another go.
2: Blake, you have been running the national tour, as you say, for seven years, been running for points, been watching this, watching that. What's it like to go to a weekend like that where you're you're, you're not I guess you're watching points, just just short-term points for those three days. What's it like though? Is it a different form of pressure that you guys have on yourselves when you go to an event like that?
5: Yeah, it is. You know, it's, um, we don't have to worry about um, going out there and trying to be as consistent as we, we are when we go race for the national points and, um, you know, kind of makes it a little easier for us, but you know, then again, you find yourself in situations where you almost need to be driving smart like that. So um, it's it's fun to be able to take a break from the points and go out there and have some fun and, you know, uh, you know, not have as much pressure per se. But, um, you know, when I go out to California, I really want to um, show these guys what we've got from back in the Midwest. So I want to perform and um, really, you know, show these guys what we've got. I feel like we've got a really good batch of 360 drivers back at in the Midwest. And, uh, you know, when a couple of them go out to California, I just want us all to be able to perform well and, uh you know we didn't really have the best results but um you know we had some really good speed at times and, and you know I think the fans saw that and it was a good race uh you know Saturday track was really good and you know every time we go there these fans they treat us so well and uh, you know they enjoy the 360 race out there it's so much fun for us
1: Like you mentioned 410 racing is there a set plan for next year Are you just going to sprinkle in more 410 races
5: yeah, pretty much. We're just going to kind of run a little bit of everything. Uh, try to run some more 410 stuff, uh, just get some more seat time in it, and then uh, sprinkle in some 360 stuff. So try to hit the big paying races, um, just try to get some more seat time, and you know, try to explore some tracks that we haven't been to that we really want to go check out.
2: Neat stuff, that mm-hmm. is for sure. Speaking of neat stuff, this past weekend, the fall fling, uh, the Creek County Speedway, Sepulpa, Oklahoma. I love uh, Aaron, I love saying that. I love I don't know, something about your hometown out there, Sepulpa, <laughs> For some reason, that in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, yeah, they're just fun yeah. to say. They're fun to say, <laughs> but the name of this has been the Fall Fling for the last few years. But your uncle Steve there at the racetrack does such a great job. You guys have named it Fuzzy's Fall Fling. Your grandmother Fuzzy um, had to be neat to 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 be crowned a champion, but uh, had to be some good Han family time out there at Creek County as well.
5: Yeah, it was neat. You know, last year when we won the championship, we were at I thirty Speedway, which is. Uh, Really, another place that we really enjoy going. But uh, to be able to be in my hometown when we pick up the championship and have all my family there, it uh, makes it all the sweeter. So it was good to uh, be able to celebrate with everybody and have all my friends and family there, and you know, get to hang out and be able to go to my own house at the end of the night. It uh, makes it so much sweeter. And being able to uh, just enjoy it with all my friends and family that's been there with me, so um, it makes it awesome. But uh, see the turnout that we had for the Fuzzies Fall Fling was really awesome too. Um, We had some good results. We ran third on Saturday and. You know, we had some really good speed late in the race. Uh, felt like we had to, you know, maybe if we had a caution, maybe we had an opportunity to pounce there. So, um, you know, to finish out the year with uh, good speed is definitely something that we're happy with. And, you know, hopefully we can carry that on in the next year too.
2: You mentioned sleep in your own house. How far is your home from the track there?
5: We're only a half mile from there. I thought so that, that cool. was the oh, case. Wow. <laughs>
2: yeah, I thought it was the I thought it I think you might have I think you might be closer than Dylan Sisney. Is his his family home is to Port Royal. I think you might be closer out there, which is pretty impressive. That's cool. That's gotta be really nice.
5: That's nice for sure. I don't have my shop out there, but uh once we do it'd be pretty nice to be out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cool. yeah.
1: And how is fatherhood treating you? I see that you're a somewhat of a new father.
5: Yeah, it's been nice. We uh went or treating last night. For the first time, and it's been awesome. you know there's been so many experiences i've I've dreamed of that I've been able to live out now already, just uh, six months old already so um being able to travel with both my wife and my daughter uh going up and down the road to races. Is- Something that's uh, you know really it's a true blessing to be able to spend as much time as I get to with all of them and you know really the, we're at the shop today washing the car and they're in the, in there just hanging out with us so honestly couldn't ask for much more.
2: You 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 have shared that with us and, and and you and I talked a little bit about it at Lakeside. I I just think that is so special. Mm-hmm. You are creating you are creating something really beautiful there and I know you're doing it by design. I know that you plan, but I don't know that you realize that you are now. Have you rated the trick or treat stash and what's your favorite? Have you found something in the in the stash that's good?
5: Uh yeah oh, yeah you got to get all the Snickers out. I don't want her to have to have a tummy ache from all the chocolate. So I just want to clear those out of the way first. So that's <laughs> something that I got to get out. And uh, I definitely like some sour candies too, for sure.
2: <laughs> that a boy. That a boy. That sounds good. Spoken like a true parent. That's right. Um, <laughs> I I know that I know that a lot of your attention at this time starts to focus on Tulsa, uh, with the with the uh, shootout and then the Chili Bowl. Do you have any? Do you have any more races coming up between now and then? Uh, full size sprint car races.
5: Nope, that'll be it. So um, From now on, we'll uh, we'll tear all of the sprint car stuff down, get everything ready to go for next year, and then uh, in between that, get the car ready for Chili Bowl and run a little bit of shootout before. So hopefully we can have some uh, some good success and luck at the shootout again, but uh, we're really gunning for a golden drill at the Chili Bowl. We haven't been able to run a midget a whole lot this year, but you know over the last couple of years, we've been able to make the A feature on Saturday. So we feel like we've got good speed coming into Chili Bowl, just uh, got to have a little bit of luck on our side.
2: There you go. That's the Chili Bowl. There's no doubt about it. Blake, congratulations. Always a pleasure to chat with you, and a congratulations. A thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation.
5: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
2: There we go. Blake Hahn joining us. Uh, the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour Champion. What a great... Uh, he, he just. I was talking to him at Lakeside, and he just lights up when his wife and daughter are there. Yeah. Just lights up. And I'm like, that's a good dad. That, yep. is, that, is, that is a good dad today. That's going to be a good dad. Uh, her, His baby girl did good in the dad department. She won the dad <laughs> lottery. So, and I think that's awesome. Uh, Blake is just such a good dude, that's for sure. So we'll see what happens as he rolls forward and a little more 410 racing yeah. next year. That's going to be fun. What a great addition to the 410 world that'll be as well. Hey, stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment.
1: Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com
0: power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
2: Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing, and they support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. On orders of $20 or more, use promo code MRN for free shipping. You can check them out at www.circlebdiecast.com. Flow Racing is the ultimate digital home track. For race fans everywhere, subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events, live and on demand. Flow Racing is something for everyone. It's what we know. Sprint cars are there. NASCAR Weekly Racing Series, Drag Racing, Off-Road, and much, much more. Learn more at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go M R N. Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, continuing on. And boy, I was just sitting here thinking about this. We talked about Geo turning 21. I don't know what Blake is, probably early, mid-20s. Yeah. Future is so good for our sport. Boy, there's sure some is. good and it's and it's not only good racers, good, good people. people, good families represented, mm-hmm. the Celsius and the Hans. I mean, it's just its so neat to be where we're at. And and, and, and it's just all of this stuff that's going on is going to take care of itself, folks. Mm -hmm. We're going to come back next year. We don't know what it's all going to look like. And it's going to be great sprint car racing because ultimately the racers are the ones that are putting on the show. Mm -hmm. And racers never let us down. I mean, so it is just phenomenal. So let's talk a little bit about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Yesterday, Wilbur Shaw, Tom Bigelow. Later this week, um, Don, Lamber- uh, Don Lamberti will be on Sunday. Wild Bill Endicott and Hiram Hillegas, okay? Friday, Don Smith, Kenny Weld, and Friday is the birthday of Alan Brown, Okay. This is what I love about the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Alan Brown is not a driver. Alan Brown is not a mechanic. Alan Brown is not a series official. Alan Brown is not even actually traditional media covering sprint car racing. Alan Brown is a 2009 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. In 1972, the Midwest Racing Guide was birthed, and it was a guide that was a description of tracks, directions, and other details. Not that long after it, Alan, his wife, and some others took over. And the, uh, the national, uh, he also, Alan also was involved with that. I'm sorry, I got all tongue twisted here. And he also produced the National Sprint Car Annual. Uh, that's kind of evolved to Sprint yeah. Car uh, Source or Sprint Source now. Um, but out of all of that spawned the National Speedway Directory. Now, I'm a race chaser. I'm a track chaser. Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. The National Speedway Directory. And for 30 years, Alan Brown did the Speedway Directory. He also, I'm literally making notes, and this is on my desk. This book is on my desk. The History of the American Speedway, Past and Present. This is Alan's book. I'm doing a little research on a couple of old tracks that are new tracks, again, for for my website. And Alan Brown put this, and this thing is all racetracks. I mean, it is just a list of places that used to be racetracks, yeah. that are racetracks, indoor, outdoor, all over the place. So, Alan Brown. Um, by, uh, Alan is a 2009 inductee, and I just went on this morning, I just went on Track Chasers. There is a, there is a web group, uh, Guy Smith writes for Air Auto, puts together Track Chasers. Okay, number of racetracks you've been to. Yeah. And, like, I'm at, like, 221, which is, like, good. Alan Brown's count, where is it here? Alan Brown's count is thirteen hundred and eighty-eight racetracks. That's impressive. And he's fourth on the list. Wow. Yeah. Um, but he's been to thirteen hundred and eighty-eight racetracks. So uh so he is and he's out at racetracks all the time. I see him on the chat room in there. Yeah. I got to see this, or someone saying, Hey, I'm look, I'm I'm driving from Michigan to Lubbock, Texas. Next week, does anybody know of any races? And he'll oh, you know, if you you take Highway 24 to the north, go to the light, take a right, there's a little track in Oklahoma that's having a Tuesday night bombers race, you know, man. I just, I love that uh, passion that they have. And I love that Alan Brown is forever enshrined in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. One Sprint Car Place, Knoxville, Iowa. And, Aaron, that 14th, uh, not annual, but the 14th sprint Semi, car or, Yeah, yeah semi-annual. semi-annual. Yeah, I think it's semi-annual. The 14th sprint car raffle, a triple X chassis, Moyle racing engine. We're getting closer and closer on this one. We
1: are. The drawing is December 16th, so go get your tickets. They're $20 each or 6 for $100. Go to www.sprintcarraffle.com.
2: And you can become a current member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Only $25. You can go to sprint Hall hof.com fcom Sprint Car, H-O-F. So make sure you support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. This weekend, not a lot of racing, but what we have is spectacular. World of Outlaw World Finals. Wednesday night, World of Outlaw Late Models and the Sprint Cars. Thursday night, Sprint Cars are off, Late Models and Big Block Modifieds. Friday night, Sprint Cars and the Big Blocks. Saturday, all divisions, no qualifying heat races will be set on your cumulative points that you've built up. And it's going to be a big race. And Aaron, we've talked about this. Brad Sweet, sixteen points Phew. ahead of David Gravel. This is unreal. Um,
1: I don't think we really saw this coming. We we, no. we saw Gravel picking away at it, but we kept saying Brad's just so consistent. The
2: thing, the, yeah, the thing. And Ashley and I, we've recorded yesterday, uh this week's TV show, and I had the notes, and I don't have them right now. Um, what's put us in this spot is the end of a mind-boggling. Run that Brad Sweet has done. Yeah, his last DNF prior to Williams Grove, which has set us up in this spot, Mm -hmm. was July 2020. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that crew from KKR to go two plus years.
1: Yeah.
2: With no DNFs.
1: And and Brad's driving. I mean, you got to credit that too. He kept himself out of trouble.
2: And no engine. Yeah. Ashley is talking no about. It. Is no. there an engine? What's two hundred? Uh, 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 I forget. I have the numbers. I mean, it's like so That's... mind-boggling how good Brad Sweet has been, and yet the time it failed, they had a they had a, a part in the rear end, the rear axle, I think, broke.
1: Hadn't he like completed every green flag yeah. lap to like not even yeah. a la- ever a lap down?
2: Yeah, like it's, it's crazy. It's stupid how good <laughs> this team is, but it shows how tight things are. Yeah. With one misstep, one broken part, lap six at Williams Grove
1: made a big difference.
2: Here we are, sixteen points. So I, I'm just I'm fascinated by this, and and the more and and I read that stat after Williams Grove, and I thought, okay, okay. And then I've been riding down the road. I'm thinking about it. Like, name a car in motorsports. Yeah. A car in motorsports that has ran that much with no failures. I mean, I don't, I mean, maybe there, maybe there's someone out there. Uh. But I, I'd be, t- I, I mean, you think about that. Two plus years. And you're not running 12 races at your local track. You're running the world of freaking outlaws across the country, from the bull rings of California to the high-speed half-mile at Knoxville to Williams Grove to Port Royal to everywhere in between, and to not have a failure for more than two years. crazy. So a tip of the – wherever this thing goes, whoever wins the championship, I can't wait to see it play out. But I'm telling you, what KKR, what Brad Sweet's team has done leading into this is mind boggling. Mm-hmm. How good that is. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Just amazing. So, see what happens. 16 points, and it's three shows. Mm. That's, that's that, plenty of uh, time. That's plenty of time. Um, gosh, what a deal. And then out in the West Coast, it's the Gary Patterson tribute race at the Stockton Dirt Track, the NARC King of the West series, going to wrap it up. For the 2022 season, Dominic Selzy needs to qualify, uh, set it, do a qualifying lap to get the championship. So, And then they can go on and celebrate the wedding. Celebrate the wedding, wedding the new everything. house, Geo the 21. championship, Gino's the 21. little brother, turning yeah. 21, getting to have that first drink. My gosh, it's man. nice I, that he waited. It's nice that he
0: waited. <laughs> yeah, nice that he waited.
2: <laughs> um, I saw, I was reading somewhere um, on, uh, Jim Allen does the notes from out there. Uh, they're going to have an invader from the north. Uh, the North Pole Nightmare, Bill Baylor yeah. has entered out there in a car. So um going to be fun to watch what happens out there. Flow Racing going to have that. And, of course, World of Outlaw World Finals, Dirt Vision is the place to be. Dirt Vision is just, man, it's just all over the place. And actually, Dirt Vision starts tonight with Millbridge, the Carolina Micro Showdown. And they're going, because they got rained out last night, they're going tomorrow night, too. Which mm. I'm like, man, man I want to be in two places at one time. <laughs> but we'll see what happens with it. But great, great stuff. So Dirt Vision is uh, the hot ticket this weekend and fun stuff. Uh, Speaking of fun stuff, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube page, we have all of those. We have all the fancy stuff, all the bells and whistles around here. Uh, You can uh, catch all of our broadcasts, all of our shows there. Um, Wing Nation gear, the most wonderful time of the year. Halloween (laughs) is over, so Christmas starts today. Uh. So you can get Christmas shopping started. ShopWingNation.com, ShopWingNation.com, or the Tom Book uh, Motorsports, Justin Peck uh, souvenir trailer, wherever they may go. And we had, we've already recorded this yesterday, Don Kreitz Jr. Donald. Donald. Donnie, Don Kreitz Jr., Donald. Whatever you want to call him, he is our guest this week on Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit Wednesday night on Rev in Canada, Friday and Saturday on MAV-TV here in the good old USA. So fun, fun stuff. Good, good times. Great, great times. It's World Finals Week here in Charlotte. And uh, if you're coming to the area, enjoy our part of the world. It's really cool. we got some good stuff around here, that's for sure. So, Hey, we do appreciate Gio Selzy for joining us, and we appreciate Blake Hahn for joining us as well. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength.